Welcome back everyone. This is your girl BC. So, you know, I just realized that the last episode I did um on flee all appearances of uh excuses, I didn't um tell y'all my name. So, for newcomers, my name is BC Oyenuga and um welcome to my podcast Mind Your Hands. Ulua's essence. Ulua means God for those who are not, you know, familiar. That's a Yoruba language. Ulua means God. So welcome, welcome, welcome. Thank you so much for joining me. Um, for those who are kind of squinting their eyes right now, like, wait a minute, wait a minute. You're not even in front of a live audience. Well, like I beseeched y'all on last on the last episode, please, pretty, pretty, please. Just allow me this moment of foolishness, okay? It's going somewhere. I promise you, it's going to be worth your time, okay? So thank you. But anyways, come on in, step in, take a sip, relax. It's about to go on. Yes, 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 Lord. It's about, I was true. I almost went into the Holy Ghost right about now. But I'm going to be, you know, um, I, you know, the Bible says that the spirit of a prophet is subject to a prophet. So I'm going to contain myself. I'm going to behave. I'm going to behave. Thank you, sweet Holy Spirit. So, yes, welcome again. You know, I'm not over greeting y'all. Thank you. I really appreciate it. All jokes aside, thank you for taking the time to just come hang out with me. So today's episode, I am, it's a continuation of um, yesterday's episode all appearances of excuses so I guess this is the part two I felt so strongly um in my heart to do a follow-up because um after I recorded that and I was just mulling over you know what I shared the Holy Spirit started you know revealing more stuff to me and I was like oh wait a minute wait a minute wait a minute God is you trying to tell me something and guess what he was trying to tell me something and trying to tell y'all something as well so listen strap your laughing belts on okay strap them on get ready get ready to holler okay so yes today's uh topic is fleal appearances of excuses part two all right and the story that i'm actually going to be using is the story of the man at the pool of beautiful the beautiful pool and uh you can find the story uh the Bethesda pool. I hope I said that right. Um, John 5, and it's five verses. I'm going to read today is actually somewhat kind of like a Bible study, Bible engaging conversation type of, you know, flow. So just, just bear with me. Just go with the flow. I'm, I promise I'm going somewhere with this. It's going to be so worth your time. Okay. John 5, verse 1. Then Jesus returned to Jerusalem to observe one of the Jewish holy days. Inside the city, near the ship gate, there is a pool called in Aramaic, the house of loving kindness. And this pool is surrounded by five covered porches. Hundreds of sick people were lying there on the porches, the paralyzed, the blind, and the crippled, all of them waiting for their healing. Verse 4. For an angel of God would periodically descend into the pool to stir the waters. And the first one who stepped into the pool after the water swelled would instantly be healed. Swelled. I don't know if I pronounced that correctly. But it's S-W-I-R-L-E-D. Verse 5. Now there was a man who had been disabled for 38 years lying among the multitude of the sick. 
verse 6. Oh, I guess it's more than five verses. Sorry. Verse 6. When Jesus saw him lying there, he knew what the man he knew that the man had been crippled for a long time. Now check that out. Jesus, right? The author and the finisher, or the author and the perfecter of our faith, knew that the man. Now, this man did not know Jesus from Adam's, but Jesus knew him even before his conception that he had been crippled for a long time. So, hang on to that. Jesus knew that the man had been crippled for a long time. So, he said to him, do you truly, lo- do you truly long to be healed? Truly. Seriously, DC? Lord, please, if you don't do anything for me in this season, please anoint my English. I'm not, you know, Lord, I do, you know, I don't make really big demands on your time. Just anoint my English, please. Because I don't want to come up with excuses. All right. Verse 7. <laughs> the sick man answered him, Sir, there's no way I can get healed. For I have no one who will lower me, lower me into the water when the angel comes. As soon as I try to crawl to the edge of the pool, someone else jumps in ahead of me. We see that spirit of excuse right there. Verse 7. A spirit of excuse. Then, verse 8. Jesus said to him, stand up, pick up your sleeping mat, and you will walk. Immediately, he stood up, he was healed. So he rolled up his mat and walked away. Now, this miracle took place on the Jewish Sabbath. Shabbat Shalom. Shabbat Shalom. I almost said Sabbat Shalom. (laughs) Okay, all right. So we read nine verses from John 5, John chapter 5. And this is the story of the man at the pool of beautiful, the beautiful pool, the pool at Bethesda. Um, I struggle with some names in the Bible, so I wouldn't even lie. But anyways, we see that spirit of excuse come up. Jesus knew. And that's what we need to catch. That's what we need to hold on to, folks. When we want to come up with excuses, when the, you know, uh, creator of the earth, the God of all flesh, the impossibility specialist, the extraordinary strategist, when he shows up and he says, listen, I want you to do this. Or he says, hey, maybe he asks you a question. Would you like to be healed? Don't you think that he knows how long you've been in that state? You know, it's not really like, uh, he knows, he really knows. I'm not even going to try to, you know, try to figure out he knows point blank period he knows okay so let's take a cue from the uh, from the story of um how uh gabriel visited mary in luke chapter one right and told her you know you're highly favored amongst all women god has looked favorably favorable favorably upon you today and because of that there's going to be an immaculate conception Now, she didn't come up with an excuse. She was just wondering. And I love, I love this one trait about uh, Mary, the mother of Jesus. Every single time there's something said. Even after she had Jesus, every single time there's something um, relevant, something important was said or resonated within her. The Bible says she always pondered. She pondered. Let's do a lot of, let's do more pondering, folks than excuses. Let's do more pondering than excusing. There should be a twit right there. Twit, twit, you know. Let's ponder some more 
as opposed to coming up with excuses. I'm going to piggyback to Luke 1. So the angel's like, hey, listen, you know, you're going to have a child, you know, that I die. And she's just like, how can this be? I'm a virgin. You know, I've known no man. She didn't come up with excuses like, oh, yeah. Uh, no, she, she asked questions. And he's like, you don't worry. The power of the Holy Spirit will overshadow you. I love that. That, you know, Luke 1, man, I love Luke 1. He said, listen, what's impossible for man or with man is possible with God. All things are possible with God, including your excuses, okay? Or including our excuses. I don't want to be excluded from that because I do make excuses, but I'm getting better. So, you know, he's like, yeah, you know, everything's possible with man. I mean, with God, but with men, yeah, it's subjective. I don't know. So Mary says, you know what? Let it be unto me according to the word of the Lord. Let it be unto me according to the word of the Lord. That should be our response. Every single time that God calls us into the unknown, that he gives us um, an assignment that, you know, we're asked a question. Let's not come up with 10 million excuses before we even, you know, like assess what it is that he's called us to. By now, we should know that God's not going to call you to something that makes sense. No, that's why he's the all powerful. So that his power may be perfected in your weaknesses. So that you cannot say with your own human reasoning that, oh, I was able to achieve this in my own strength. No. So that all praises can go back to God. He said, I will not share my glory with nobody. Come on. I'm not going to share my glory with no man. So while you're busy making excuses, I'm still going to show up. I'm still going to show out. I'm still going to prove that I'm the God of all flesh. And absolutely nothing is impossible for me to do. And that's how we need to respond when God calls us. So, um, I want to, on that note, (laughs) round up, but I wanted to leave us with this verse from, um, second Corinthians uh, six, 17 to 18. Sorry about that. Jeez. I was going to send you guys on a goose chase. So second Corinthians six, 17 to 18. I'm reading from the passion translation. He says, for this reason, come out from among them and be separate, says the Lord. Touch nothing that is unclean and I will embrace you. Verse 18, I will be a true father to you and you will be my beloved sons and daughters, says the Lord Yahweh Almighty. Amen. But verse 17 is the critical, critical verse that I really want to point out. Come out from that spirit of excuses. Come out from that place where you've dwelt so long and all they know, the manna they eat in that place, uh, just excuses. Come out and be separated. So that's what the Lord is saying to someone today. Come out. You know, jokes aside, I love to have fun. You know, and I truly believe that God has a great sense of humor, which is um, highlighted in uh, Psalm 2 when he says that he holds the entire nations in derision. You know what it means to be to hold someone in derision like in your face, in your face. So we know he has a great sense of humor, but there comes a point where he's like, I have need of you. Come out and be separated. Come out and be removed. Come from that Lodi bar and come above. Amen. So may he give us eyes to see, um, ears to hear, you know, and the faith to believe. All you need is a mustard side seed. <laughs> Did I say that correctly? Mustard seed. Yeah. Size faith. I think 
y'all know what I'm trying to say. Mustard seed. It's really tiny. Super, super, super tiny. Okay. That's all you need. A few years ago, um, I, I bought, I had, I made sure that I had mustard seeds in my house. And it was just a reminder, you know, that this is all God requires of me when he sends me on that journey that's seemingly impossible to man, right? But then I got to remember that with him, all things are possible. I look, I always looked at my mustard seed. I always just looked at it. So be reminded today that he's calling you. He's admonished you and continues to admonish you. Come out, be separated. Come out from where you're at. Come out, come out, rise up higher. Put on my, put on my spirit. Put on the fruit of the, uh, the fruit of the spirit. All the fruit of the spirit. Singular because they're separated. All the fruit of the spirit. Come out and then say like Mary, the mother of Jesus, echoed back to Angel Gabriel. Let it be unto me according to the word of the Lord. Let there be your utterance going forward. All right, y'all. I'm gonna wrap up. Thank you, thank you again for hanging out with me. Ooh, it got it got hot for a minute there. Like, ooh, Holy Ghost hot. But thank you, thank you, thank you. I appreciate y'all. And as usual, I'm gonna close with stay above excuses, right? Stay above excuses. Stay encouraged. Okay, stay clean, stay hydrated, stay focused, stay grounded, stay in your lane, but above all, stay richly blessed. And I truly love y'all with the love of God. Blessings.